dude, Chris Brescher heard you talk shit about him a couple weeks ago, and now he's going on a tear. Uh, good for him, I guess. Yeah. I don't even remember what I said. Uh, it was uh, the the Bristol thing. He had no business one in Bristol. I mean, I stand by that. He showed your ass. Roll the tape. Thanks, Elliot, baby. I hear Caitlin Larson and... <laughs> Jeff thought it was one of the worst races he'd ever seen in his life. I'm pretty sure Jesus said verbatim after walking on water and swimming on land, thou shalt not wreck thy teammate at Martinsville on the last lap. I heard that too. I did read that verse. It's comical how inconsistent we are with this. Put Air. more fucking horsepower in the car. I mean, That's what I want him to do. It isn't that fucking hard. Stop yelling, Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Big Motor Small Blade Podcast. I'm Buddy Foley. And I'm Eden Crow, apparently. Uh, not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and we just got done with Michigan. The two days of Michigan, well, not just got done, but two days of Michigan. Um, 24 we'll talk hours about of Michigan. 24 hours of Michigan. Yeah, we'll talk about all of that. Uh, Christoph- Christopherson. I think is what I was trying to say. Um, fuck it, I'm rolling with it. Uh, winning back-to-back races, Josh Berry replacing Noah Gregson, and Big Dick Shane Van Gisbergen is back. Next on the Big Motor Small Boy Podcast. Uh, what, what's up, dude? How much of this race did you actually get to watch? Um... I really only watched the last 20 laps, but I was listening to it. Yeah. You watching highlights? Just what was on Twitter. Jesus Christ. What? You missed a hell of a race. I, I'm, yeah, I know. I've been, okay. <laughs> I was just driving sure, yesterday and just making sure you missed, you know, you missed a hell of a race. Um, I was fully convinced you were going to hate this. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, before we get into the actual race, uh, some midweek news. Martin Shurex returning to JGR. I guess he realized that boat was more expensive than he thought it was. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like Martin's just going to keep doing this for the I rest of his career. It. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was, he announced it in the most Martin Shurex way ever. They just asked it randomly in media, and he was like, yeah, I'm coming back. <laughs> like, I wonder if that's in his contract. He's like, there's no announcement. I'm just going to say it. Dude, I like, I heard it on the teardown that he doesn't like, he doesn't check his phone for like three or four days. Yeah, I just got done listening like, to the teardown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and you're going to hear some points I make. I swear to God, I made all of these notes before I listened to it because a lot of there's a lot of shit in here that's similar to what they say as it normally is. Um, I also found this interesting. Brad Kozlowski during his media availability said that he wants to expand to three cars, um, but no charters are for sale right now because um, everybody's hanging on to them with the uh, TV deal coming up in 25. Uh, and he says Rick Ware Racing is a good middle ground. Um, I think that I think that makes a whole lot of sense for Shane Van Gisbergen and why he's running Xfinity and not um, not going straight to Cup. Other that or it just adds to that. 
Um, so what you're thinking, whoever he wants to sign with would need to buy another charter first. I think I, I think either he would want to be in a chartered car or whoever probably track house. Cause they also want to expand. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, you look at it, charters, you'll know the TV deal and charters will probably be for sale at the end of next year or, um, 25. And I think that would be probably the prime opportunity to buy another for Justin to buy another charter, whether the charter system expands or even if it goes away and you might not even need to buy a charter. Um, I think it, I think that's probably the route they're going with SVG. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. It just added to that. I feel like there's a lot of people wondering why he's going to, um, Xfinity. A lot of people had him pinned just going straight to cup but yeah but if they really if he really really like wanted to be in cup like really wants to be then they could definitely run a one or two year deal with spire uh, yeah, if they exactly. wanted so that's kind of yeah um yeah uh mondays ain't for martin no more it looked like they were for a minute it's look like yeah dude i i think it tweeted yesterday I was like, this is one of them deals where Martin Truex is going to lead 7,000 laps and make it the most boring race of our lives. <laughs> like, um, yeah, no. Um, that was, like I said, man, that was a good race. Dude, Michigan, I said it last year, should be, should be, uh, just hold some more weight, man. I think it should be a crown jewel. Well, considering we keep, you can't manufacture that, but yeah, that's not how that works. But, yeah. um, I do understand the point. I also understand the point that uh, no, how was I going to put this? Oh, I'm so sick of the slander. I'm so sick of the slander. The amount of people Ooh. were like, people were trying to create a fourth crown jewel now that there's no Brickyard 400. I'm sorry, the Bristol Night Race has always been bigger than the Brickyard fucking 400. I don't care how many people showed up to the race. Not, not true, but it's definitely is the fourth one. Like, it'll be it, the fourth one next year because more people are going to show up to it oh, than the yeah. fucking Brickyard 400. It'll be, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, I think, I just think, I think NBC could do a better job of playing up the, I mean, why, I don't know. I I think we could do a better job of playing up the, the manufacturer, like the weight that carries going into Michigan because it does carry a lot of weight. I mean, um, obviously Ford and Chevy's backyard and, you know, it, it, it pains them if a Toyota goes to victory land, which they haven't in a while with nine straight Ford wins. But um, I don't know. I think, I think Michigan's a, uh, it's an important race to win. And I think, I think that needs to be, uh, be exposed. Yeah. More. I mean, that's, um, that's fair. Yeah. Um, and in case you're wondering, the population of Brooklyn, Michigan is 1,370. <laughs> 1,370? 1,370. I looked it up. Yeah. There, th- wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, just, had to, just had to let you know that. Um, that would have been worth mentioning on the broadcast, Rick. Yeah, exactly. I was, yeah. Um, John Hunter Nemechek won the Xfinity race. The spin and win. Oh yeah, he did spin. Yeah, he wrecked his wrecked all three of his or both of his teammates. Nice. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about the Xfinity race. 
Um, has Ty random random thought? Ty Gibbs has been in a like every other Xfinity race this year. It feels like has he won one? I don't remember no. him winning. No, okay, yeah, yeah, won one. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's been quick. I don't know. I mean, he's been fast in all of them. That's why. Yeah, yeah. he just doesn't get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, damn it. All right. Um, getting the meat and potatoes of the race. Um, it took forever. Man, we would have gotten halfway if they would have stopped wrecking. Probably. It, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, let me, let me put it like this. Rumor has it, Corey Joy and Ryan Blaney are still having that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they're still talking about it. Still talking about it. They had a two-way radio like it did in Talladega. Um that would have been entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, and uh Christopher Bell, he wants to be Denny Hamlin so fucking bad. Like yeah. he like he he makes uh he tries to he tries to be the voice of the sport and it's all bad takes a lot of times and it goes, it flies under the radar. And then he tried to, he tried to Denny Hamlin, Alex Bowman into turn one, like just went in there and was like, I'm just going to drive you straight into the fucking gray in turn one. And then wrecked himself. Like it was the most Christopher Bell shit I've ever seen in my life. But like, I just, it just hit me. I was like, he wants to be Denny Hamlin so fucking bad. Like he does. That was just a stupid move. Yeah. It's just stupid. Well, I've mentioned this a couple times this year, and Bell Bell is way too high caliber of a driver to throw away as many opportunities to win as he does. Oh it's my god, yeah. All the time. I mean, I like had top five since he won. Really? Crystal Dirt. Yeah. Well, like he would like he would have walked away with Chicago if he oh, had yeah. biffed it into turn one. Stepped on his own. I mean, he had a Fast enough car to win today. Yeah. Or yeah. And yesterday. It I mean, was fast enough back. yesterday. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was still pretty damn quick today, believe yeah. it or not. Um, yeah. But um I yeah. Like it just is it's dumb shit like this, man. Dumb shit like this with Chris Bell. Um he yeah, I don't know. Dude's almost 30 now, is he not? I was about to say, yeah, he's a little bit too old to be making yeah, making these types of He's, I don't know. We Kyle Larson makes the same dumb shit mistakes too. So Kyle Larson also wins a lot more races. I was about to say, I feel like Kyle doesn't throw away this many opportunities to win all the time. But to be fair, he may. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was just an unnecessary move. Like, I mean, you're really gonna, which, I guess, I guess it was coming down towards the end where we were racing the weather, so it was kind of do or die. But it was just like, uh, like you you had the faster car. You didn't need to send Alex Bowman into turn one and then wreck yourself. And you know, I don't know. I'm glad the dumb sob had to stay Monday and run around with the junk race car. Um, I finished top fifteen. Did he not? He, uh, something like that. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Uh, looking through my notes. Um, uh, the other Alex Bowman wreck. Um, do you see this? I have. I've seen like a terrible yeah. angle of it. Yeah. So, um, the fuck was your boy doing? I don't see how you can blame this on Kyle. 
Bro comes up the track. He comes up the track and like they meet. Bowman has to come down. Larson comes up the track and they meet with Chase Briscoe. Okay. Ultimately, there was, was already a wreck. To... There was already a wreck going on in front of them. Yeah, but why is Kyle driving up the track? Fuck, I don't know. Uh, control your boy. I can't do nothing to right. control him. Look, man, I don't know what the hell Austin Cindric was doing in the first place to cause that wreck. Yeah, that's the big problem here. Let's let's focus on <laughs> Austin Cindric being historically ass. Yeah, I, well, yeah, he's he needs he needs thicker bifocals apparently. <laughs> like, my God, dude. Um, you do you see the? I guess you didn't see the rain fill when he was talking about playing Wii Sports with Harrison Burton. <laughs> like underrated, by the way. Wii Sports way underrated. I yeah. mean, I don't know if it's underrated. It's still talked about, and it's like an eighteen-year-old game now. It's true, I guess. Well, so, yeah. however old it is, I think that came out in 07. I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, that's that's it for I had for the hot the hot takes or what do you want to call that other you know other things that happen okay well all right, let's, i don't know let's if you understand what a hot take is neither of those were very hot no i don't yeah i don't really know why i called it that i'm gonna be honest with you i don't you know whatever that way um anyway uh <laughs> uh Noah gregson is uh suspended um I'm going to keep it pretty short and sweet. Um, I don't think Noah Gregson's like racist. But you probably should kind of pay attention to what you like on Instagram. Like if you're kind of a public person. Um, so like one, don't be racist. Two, don't like racist posts on Instagram. I mean, that's that's pretty... Pretty. I mean, like I said, I don't think he's a. I don't think that. I think it was poor judgment and just like a misunderstanding. Like a lot of people, I feel like have of what is dark humor versus what is offensive, and I think this is just a just a stupid move on Noah Graxon's part. I mean, if you want to, if you want to like things that make you look like a piece of shit then you should probably think about the fact that you have sponsors that you're representing and you're you know in the nascar cup series that's just it's just dumb just really dumb this was a whole this big dumb thing that could have been prevented by just using a couple brain cells and here we are i mean he was already gonna lose his ride and now he now he's, you know, in the shit. So that's that's really all I, all I had. That's all we have for the record. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, just simple as that. It's just, it's just dumb. I mean, it just a really just just stupid, just really dumb, and you can't excuse it. So. Um, result of this, Josh Berry's in the 42 car for I don't know how long. Um, I would imagine I don't think Noah Gregson's coming back. Um, actually, before we get to Josh Berry, do, do you think Noah Gregson has a pathway back? I think he has a pathway back, just do, not this season. 
Yeah. Um, Not because, uh, well, mm, if he wasn't already losing his ride, I think he'd be back in the car in a couple weeks. That's, I mean, well, that's that's the hardest stance I'm going to take, but he's already losing that ride. So I think he's out for, yeah. Yeah. It, I guess that depends on how, you know, how is he, how long he's suspended and, you know, all that. Yeah. I, I'm mad. Yeah. Like, like you said, I don't imagine he's in that car next year, like, or next year, um, the rest of this year. Uh, he's definitely not in the car next year. John Hunter will be in that car. Um, newsflash. But Josh Berry, um, this is just getting better for Stuart House Racing. I mean, they are just getting free experience on someone else's dime. Like, go ahead, fucking junk a rear clip at Legacy Motor Club at Michigan. Go for it, buddy. Like, yeah. I mean, shit. Legacy cars can't be much slower than Stuart Haas cars. I mean, so, well, I'm just, I mean, dude, it's you're getting you're getting experience on someone else's dime. Like, it, it's too perfect for SHR. Yeah. Like, I mean, he he's going out there, he's driving fast race cars at Hendrick, and now he gets to drive slow race cars at Legacy. He's getting the best of both worlds. I mean, that's how Stuart House kind of is. It don't matter. You don't know what kind of mixed bag you're going to get. You don't know if you're going to get the booger-flavored jelly beans or the berry-flavored jelly beans with Stuart House Racing. What about so, the Josh Berry-flavored ones? I didn't even mean to make that berry pun. No pun intended there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know how long he's going to be in that car. I would imagine he'd probably just keep him in the car. I don't see why you don't. Um, I so. don't know. The whole, I don't think it matters what manufacturer the car is right now. At least with that car, put it that way. I, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, but I feel like if Josh stays in this car, I feel like it's a, like it's a probably it's a great thing for Stuart House Racing. It can only like I mean, the only thing that I could think of is the, he doesn't get to run for Rookie of the Year, quote unquote. I don't think that yeah, really with, matters. Well, Ty Gibbs got to, so I yeah, guess that Ty Gibbs ran like half of last year. So, yeah. so yeah. So anyway, um, so couple couple life lessons there, um. Don't be racist. Don't be stupid. And also, if you're going to fuck up, do it on somebody else's dime. That's for yeah. Josh Berry, not necessarily the other guy. <laughs> um, all right. Weird, awkward situation with a weird, awkward man um, aside. Uh, he's back. Big dick Shane Van Gisbergen's back. Um, he's... Yeah running a truck at IRP and then he's back back in the cup car at Indianapolis. Honestly, I think that's the part I'm more interested in seeing. Oh, 100%, dude. Yeah. I like I don't really give a shit about watching a truck race. I'm in fully invested in this. I I will definitely be recording this yeah. to watch it. Like yeah. 100%. Um, how do you think he'll do? I think he'll run about 20th all day. So I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think that's probably where he'll be for most of the race. I got high expectations. I don't he's not gonna win. But like I think I think a top 10 is doable. He's got he's in a good truck. Nice truck is a good truck. 
I think, you know, he's got a little bit of dirt experience. For some reason, I feel like IRP kind of fits in that kind of wheelhouse for a dirt racer. You're kind of, you you there's a lot of lines you can use, you know, um, and you're, you're kind of fighting for the top and, but you can use the body. It just, it, it reminds me of like a, I mean, obviously they run pavement midgets and pavement, um, open wheel cars at, um, at IRP. So like, it, it just it seems like it fits in that kind of wheelhouse and i think he can lean on some of that dirt experience he has to um to put on a you know a good show in irp i think the biggest issue is he's definitely not going to have it in the first part of the race probably like through stage two the no. biggest issue is going to be just navigating the chaos that is the back of the truck field yeah um That's, and just being yeah. there at the end because like yeah if he can make it through to the third stage he can probably get it up into top 15 top 10 um the issue is going to be getting there yeah yeah um this is interesting that i mean it's kind of a why the hell not run it for him um but it's just it's kind of a little bit out of left field uh but i think it, it's gonna be it shows that he's he's starting he's taking this seriously he's taking this nascar deal seriously um and i think like i said i think i think he can i think he'll do well i think this will be kind of the first this will be the first impression for any owner that's looking at him for an Xfinity ride next year to see, okay, how much money am I going to spend in wreck race cars next year? I mean, obviously this is kind of, this isn't the end all be all, but it's a good measuring stick. Yeah. Off the bat to, to see how he does. And I think that's going to be, I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on this race not even, I mean, obviously a lot of fans from all across the world, but a lot of, lot of people in the industry because i think right now he's probably the hottest prospect yeah yeah um and then he's running the cup race um straight up what's he gonna do it's gonna run top five all day and then get fucking doored at the end of the race and probably wind up 25th because cup series okay all right um now they did move the restart zone back at indianapolis a little bit to help with that yes so we'll see how that goes in the xfinity race and kind of have a better idea um kyle bush seems to think he's gonna win again i mean and kyle bush has proven to be smarter than i true yeah Um, i just think i do think that the difference of these guys having run this track a couple times will I don't, I don't, there's not the big, the big gap he had at Chicago is just not going to be there. And then we've seen what happens when cup drivers get near other cars as they just start using it. Yeah. Um, right, wrong or indifferent. That's the way it tends to be. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I mean, that was full on full display here in Michigan. Um, I think that, 
if it's a relatively clean race and we don't have restart after restart after restart, I think he, I think he can win. I think he can win the race. Like, I mean, I, I think he had such a big gap at Chicago that gap's definitely going to be cut, but I think it's, there's still going to be a, you know, discrepancy between Shane Van Gisbergen and the field. And I think, I just think that, dude, I, I mean, if Trackhouse can show up with a piece, man, I don't see why he can't. Like, I don't, I really don't see why he can't. What about Brody Kosteski? That's a, that's another good one. I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, so he's higher in points I, right now yeah. in supercars, right? Yeah, but like, only thing about him is like straight up, like I don't know him, so you know he's not going to do as good because I'm not pulling for him. <laughs> no, um, I mean that's no, that's a hell of a point though, because like I mean, um, I'm not even now. That's a name I can't pronounce for sure. Um, at least for right now. Hopefully by the end of the weekend I'll be able to. I had I, no, much I think, less of a hard time figuring out how to pronounce his name than Shane's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. I just I don't think he's in a good in a good of a car. I don't think that RCR car is going to be. I don't think it's just going to be as good. As I don't the think the cars. difference is going to be that stark. I don't think it. It's not a huge difference, but I think it's enough of a difference to where you're going to have Shane probably running up towards the front, and Birdie's probably going to be. I'd say he'd be more in that fifteenth range. Like I, I think. Do yeah. we know his crew chief in that car? I have no clue. Um, because I mean, here's the thing: at least Shane has a race under his belt. He has practice laps, um, and he'll get more. And he already, you know, has experience running at the front in a NASCAR Cup Series race. And he kind of he kind of got the ball put in its court because he was at a street course. Whereas Brody, he's getting thrown to the wolves, and he's not probably not gonna be in a race winning or race contending situation because he's he is going i think that's what people need to look at more as far as going to indianapolis and drivers have you know um and drivers have run that track before and i think that's gonna it's gonna be more of a deficit for Brody than it is gonna be for shane i think um and i think it's gonna be i think that's getting overlooked like, I, I haven't heard really many people talk about Brody, and I think he's definitely going to be one to watch, but I don't think he's going to be where Shane is. I think you're selling him short. I just, I, I'm not trying to sell him short. I don't know much about, I didn't know much about Shane Van Gisbergen. Uh, but exactly before, but I just, I, the chance. Uh, because here's the thing. Here's the thing is, is I, I do understand. I, I do definitely understand your point about Shane having been up at the front of a cup race before too. Yeah. But I think that, I think that situation, it was different enough and unique enough that I don't think, I don't think there's going to be as big, like there's definitely going to be more, there's going to be a difference, but I don't think it's going to be as wide as maybe you're predicting here between the two of them um i think they're they both have a better shot at it than uh kamui or, or i don't else expect is much from kamui yeah 
Um, As we've seen sports car drivers getting in cup cars, uh, they're not, they're not ready for it. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. One second. I'm looking up, um, looking up a little bit about uh, Birdie. Um, but it's funny as Wikipedia already says, driver in the number three, three car for Richard Childress mm-hmm. racing in the NASCAR cup series. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I think, I mean, here you take Brody and I'll take Shane. That was the plan. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, as yeah, I mean, I I'm glad you brought this up because I just had Shane Van Gisbergen um down here because he gets views. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Brody and Kamui. Um, I think I don't want to sell Kamui short, but yeah, I think um, I think Kamui will be very much like a Jordan Taylor. Yeah, yeah, probably think, fast and qualifying, and then get to the race and just get bullied. Yeah, now. Toyota is going to be, I think Toyota is going to be strong. And I think that's going to be, that's another thing about Shane is Toyota has been significantly better than the field on road courses this year. And he took a Chevrolet and took him behind the woodshed. I think that's something that can't be overlooked is, that that too just the the sheer driver aspect that was made up on that and so i think that's something you got to kind of keep in mind with shane and i think i mean that will be practice is going to be very interesting to see how that goes for brody and i think i think you'll have more of an idea of how Brody's going to do in the race based off practice and you will kamui because i don't i think kamui like like you said, Jordan Taylor's super quick in practice, super quick in qualifying, finished 28th in the race. Um, it, it's going to come down to how many wrecks, what's the, you know, how what are the restarts like? And, um, yeah, I, yeah. I, think the, I think the Kiwi Aussie invasion of NASCAR is something to behold, and I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm looking up the weather in Indianapolis. Yeah, I mean, if it's raining, then those three are probably going to be yeah. whooping ass. Sunny and 85, so okay. we don't have to worry about that. That's good. Um, but, yeah, just uh, wait 20 minutes. I'm sure that'll change. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, Indy's going to be a, a... Oh, wait, hang on. You mentioned you mentioned the uh, Toyota aspect of it, and I yeah. my brain kind of immediately went to you making a point about uh Kamui maybe having a better shot and I don't know what made me think that but what it did okay what it did lead me to think was that the difference is the 67 car has only driven once and it was Daytona and I understand that like Shane's only been in the 91 once but at least it's actually a similar racetrack they actually you know setup's important or whatever and also, like Travis Pastrana had never really done anything like this, not at least not in the past like ten years. So, I feel like that. And then, when was the last time the thirty-three even ran? I think that is the one thing. Like, so the ninety-one is fresh off of off of running a cup race competitively, and then the other teams aren't. I think that's that is an important thing to to that is distinct. that is true because at least the ninety-one 
because you look at it, I mean, they weren't planning on running Shane in any more races because it pulls resources from the 99 and the one. They don't hire anyone else for that. And I think that's at least they have experience with that and more experience than the 67 and the 33, um, especially with these next gen cars. There's not many people to, there's the, depth in the race team i feel like is isn't as much so that's that's a good point um yeah um but yeah no i mean i wasn't implying that kabuki had a better shot being in a toya i think he'll have a faster car and it would just probably. be what he can do with it probably but the uh i don't think the setup will be as good for actual race would be my yeah. guess yeah all right indianapolis um that'll be fun um welcome to the big leagues chris busher like that that was cup shit yeah that was straight <laughs> up cup shit like it was i mean it's i mean we we've seen it coming with chris i mean he we i mean we we, we said it last week i mean it, it it's been something that we've been waiting to have happen if rfk could ever get their shit together chris busher was going to be the guy and here we are <laughs> he's yeah. won back-to-back races really pissed off i didn't pick him because i thought about it uh, i was like what are the chances chris busher wins back-to-back races apparently fucking high um, i just didn't think that that team was ready to win at a track like this no that was that's the biggest shocker yeah is like i mean at a downforce track yeah they like were you so could quick. You could definitely, if you wanted to, chalk up Richmond to not not a fluke, obviously, but you could chalk it up to okay, they might be good at short tracks, but they're not ready yet. And then today they came in and said, absolutely not, we're absolutely ready to be here everywhere, yeah. and executed perfectly. Uh, something the forty five team needs to figure the fuck out. But oh my god, dude, we'll get yeah. we'll get there. Let's let's praise Chris a little bit more first. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Dude, straight up, Chris Bush can win anywhere. I I don't think that's uh that's not even hyperbolic he just, at all. He just, he just won he won a short track last week. Yeah. He won Bristol uh last year. Um he won at you know Michigan today, high downforce track. He's won at super speedways. He's proven to be pretty good at super speedways. He's a damn good little road course racer. Yeah. Like Chris Bush. <laughs> Dude, RK can keep being quick. Chris Busher's a championship threat. Yeah. Like straight uh, up. Like he's starting to kind of look like he's starting to kind of look like uh the way Christopher Bell started to look around not it was better than Bell bit, to yeah. me. It was maybe a little later in the year last he's year, but quieter and he executes better than Bell, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Um I think Bell he has a little bit of that Kyle Larson in him. Where he he kind of he's fast as hell, but you know his execution isn't always there. Chris Busher is quiet, man, and he just today he he just wanted it worse yeah. than Martin Truex Jr. I mean, straight up, Martin tried. Martin had, I mean, obviously Martin had the fastest car, stage one, stage two, but stage three. I mean, that seventeen was the best car. And Martin tried and tried and tried, but he just, he didn't have the car there at the end. And Chris, you know, did everything right and just drove the hell out of that thing. Yeah. 
And I thankfully, mean, thankfully, Martin was committed to keeping it clean. Yeah, which he yeah, could have gone be in expected. there. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, RFK is the best forward team. When the hell is the last time we could say that? When <laughs> that Roush, that Roush is the best forward team. Like what, 2011, maybe 12? Yeah, 12, even, probably. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Roush Before fucking Keselowski. <laughs> Roush fucking Keselowski. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, dude, he, I, you, I mean, I'm trying to think of like, like, I think round of eight is like obtainable as hell. Very obtainable. For Chris Buster. And I, I think like, I mean, I just, I don't know. I'm trying to just blown away that like, I'm sitting here thinking, oh yeah, Chris Busher, championship threat. <laughs> like, I mean, I know I don't want to get ahead of it because, like, I mean, so many things can happen. I kind of yeah. said the same thing about Kevin Harvick last year. But I mean, they're they're hitting their stride. You did say this exact thing about I Kevin Harvick said last year. The exact year. thing. And literally two exact same <laughs> wins and races. All right. So never mind. Chris Busher, round of 16 exit. <laughs> well, I think it's more, it's more um <laughs> I think it's more <laughs> plausible that Chris Buescher. I'm not saying he's going to go win the championship. Like I said, Harvard. I, I said Harvard. It was. I, it's got to be at least the target for them. I mean, because they won Bristol last year. They're good at these. They seem to be pretty good at these low grip tracks. Am I wrong? No. Am I? Um, so Darlington, obviously he should be pretty good. Um, they, yeah, he's obviously good on road courses. Um, he's good. I, um, I almost would kind of compare Texas to this high speed, you know, yeah. high grip. Um, I mean, there's just a lot of tracks that you can look at that, you know, this will be this, these, this team and, this driver will you know pair well and i yeah i mean it's it's really cool it's really cool because like it's 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 fun when somebody kind of out of the blue like really just flies on the radar and really establishes themselves as you know a threat in the cup series and yeah yeah i mean welcome to the fucking show <laughs> like yeah i'm definitely excited for chris uh i'm not I don't want to pump his tires too much just in case. I mean, maybe, I mean, it's entirely possible. RFK only had two race winning speed race winning cars this year and they brought them this past two weeks. Yeah. Um, they could win three more races. Obviously we don't know. So I don't want to sit here and pump, pump his tires up and then just fucking, <laughs> they yeah. go in there and not do anything. I, dude. I mean, he's, you got to look at him for like Indy or Watkins Glen too. I mean, yeah, I mean, you do. Yeah, I mean, you uh, until until they start consistently not coming to the racetrack with race wing speed at this yeah. point, you have to look at them. It's it's crazy that like it's every week that they're good, both of them are good. Yeah, like that's that's the most interesting thing because I mean, you see like Trackhouse for example, um, 
Ross wasn't as good today. He ended up finishing right behind Daniel, but he was clearly not as good as the 99. And I've seen it's been flip-flopped a lot this year with them, whereas RFK's, you know, the complete opposite. Um, so waiting for Brad. So waiting for Brad to get that, get that win. Yeah. Um, and it's not like they're not there. Like the yeah. like you said, obviously they they've been good, but they just haven't it hasn't quite broke their way yet. And I mean process of elimination they'll probably have one break their way sooner than later I have, yeah i think i think a win before the year's out at least yeah um, i mean i think when i did when we did our predictions i definitely had brad winning at some point um and it was around this time i think i had a winning daytona and then bristol or something yeah um and honestly that doesn't sound far-fetched now i'm winning a couple no it doesn't i mean it, yeah this busher just went and did it yeah um yeah, uh, I do want to say Martin Truex, most Martin Truex interview ever. He gets out of the car and he says, you just couldn't pass the leader at all. Um, you couldn't pass the leader, you know, carves, you know, bad and dirty air like this, that, and the third. And it just, it irks me because literally you were the car passing everybody. You went from 14th to the to win the stage like you had no trouble passing anybody all day long and your car go and your car goes to shit well, goes to shit it was still probably <laughs> damn near the best car on the track yeah but your car goes to shit and it's oh the dirty air like god damn it martin <laughs> like it just kind of irked me man like breaking news race car driver upset that he didn't win race yeah i don't know man it was just it it kind of it was just like it it's it, it yeah i don't know why like, i i think i said it did i say this last week i don't remember if i said it or not that you know or weeks past that just it's human nature to be hypocritical and yeah it's another example Everyone immediately forgets when it went their way as soon as yeah. it doesn't go their way. Exactly. That's just exactly. kind of how people are. I'm living proof. Um, you said yeah. it, not me. Yeah. Um, was Michigan a good race? Yeah. That was a hell of a race, dude. I was, dude, yesterday, like, and I'll say, I think it's, I think this was like top five in the next gen era. As far as racing go, I think it's a hell of a race. Michigan's a hell of a track. I mean, it, you could, you could, I think dirty air was less of an issue here than almost any intermediate track. I mean, you could sail it. I mean, there was a lot of that kind of proto super speedway racing. You, you know, yeah, that's you had why. To get the, you had to get the push down the back, but like, you could send it into the corner and you could, I could, I noticed a lot more. You could peek a headlight out and you could get enough air on the nose of the car to, um, to stay with the guy. Whereas, you know, a lot of times with this next gen car, you almost have to get completely out of the wake of the car in front of you, uh, to stay with the guy. And I, it just, it was, it was just a good race. Like, I mean, you could, you know, guys could move. If you had a fast car, you could move. And it got down in the race and 
we saw, you know, two guys fighting it out for the win. And it was, you know, you had to pick a lane. Like it was, you had to, yeah, I don't know. You had to hit it right. And it was just, it reminded me of a Gen 4, like, it reminded me of a Gen 4 race, honestly. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm still not in love with the way this car drives. Um, or not not the way this car drives. The Just the super speedway aspects of it. I thought the race was solid. I'm still not in love with it. It'll never be as good as when we were driving... 216 into the corner or whatever the fuck like i'm sorry like that that see here's the thing is is part of part of what was what used to be so cool about these two mile tracks ones that we weren't you know you know the reason i say two miles because the biggest thing we have where we're not quite restricting them yeah and the coolest thing about them to me was how fast we went and even if the racing is closer and more competitive, even maybe there's still something lost to me when we're going in at only about 196. I say that, but compared yeah, to 214 or 215. Here's the, here's the only thing is those, those numbers are impressive and it, it, there is something to be said about it is, you know, exciting to see how fast a cup car can go down into a corner but it didn't produce the best racing because of those speeds because you know you're going so damn fast i mean you're you're more worried about not busting your ass than passing the car in front of you and it you know a lot of the reason we didn't have is also you know we had lack of rear downforce you couldn't you know a lot of times couldn't risk pass it to body it didn't produce the best racing it was exciting for sure for that aspect but i mean today i mean it was this is still the fastest track unrestricted track i mean they were still going they were going 205 going in the corner damn near and it was one of the first races in the next gen era where i've noticed when the cars they had that the on the wall camera shot and the cars go by and it shakes the hell out of the the safer barrier and the camera and I was like, oh, shit, gets me a damn half chub over here. Like, I mean, and you had that. I, I agree. I don't really I could do without the if you're on the you're kind of if you're on the bottom of the track, especially in a big group of cars, you're at a real disadvantage coming off the corner because they're just going to blow by you. But once it got spread out a little bit like once you got five six laps after restart it was that wasn't a thing i mean you could run the bottom and you weren't having to worry about the guy behind you getting a push from i mean there's a shot that showed back um back around 15th or so 15th 20th it was like six or seven guys just they were going three wide in the corner and just swapping positions back and forth and back and forth and those guys would go in send it in there they bust their ass a little bit and then they you know they, the same thing would have was a constant cycle just because they're racing the hell out of each other and they could. Um, but yeah, you were on the razor's edge. You were on the razor's edge, but it wasn't so far on the razor's edge that you're too afraid to send it in there underneath the guy. 
think that's part of the only that I, I totally I totally get what you're saying. I think the only the only part of that is for me is that we already have that at so many places now. Like we already have that at at like Kansas. Very like for me feel wise, this is very Kansas. Kansas is a lot slower, obviously, but I think that's part of the thing is when we were running the breakneck fucking speeds, open wheel speeds, damn near. Um that made it unique because we weren't doing that anywhere else. It's and the... oh, so now it's like it's just faster, but it's still the same type of racing. I don't know. It I think I, I don't it doesn't remind me really much of Kansas at all. Because Kansas is more it is more rolling out early, get back to the gas. Um, it's not as much like and it's more like I'm not yeah, talking you, about what I'm not talking about the way you drive it. I'm not talking about the way you drive it. Obviously, if the driving's different, I just mean the visual aspect of it is not very even then it didn't it didn't really I mean I could see like the restarts, but to me it doesn't remind me too much of Kansas really. I mean, because you're focusing on Kansas too much. That whole that whole it doesn't remind me of anything. Like I don't know it, how. It just, I don't know another track on the circuit right now that, like, you're on the edge that much. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think you, I, I, I might have said it wrong. I don't think you got what I was getting at. No, I mean, I think I get what you're saying, but like, I don't, I don't know. Man, I, think I don't know. Think this doesn't, do. huh? This just that was part of the thing that I like the most about this race. It doesn't remind me of really anything else we have right now. Like, I mean, a lot of we don't have anything. Halves. We don't have anything else where guys are running full throttle most of the time, where getting underneath someone is going to get you loose and lose all your momentum, and or you have to send it in way too hard. And you're gonna wreck it. We don't have anything else like that. No, because you no, know, it's normally you send it, you go in underneath the guy and you get tight. The point is you're gonna lose all your momentum. That's what makes it look the same to me. I mean, that's a that's a similar aspect. It just I don't know. To me, it just doesn't look it doesn't look the same and it doesn't drive the same. And I think those differences enough, you know, kind of. Again, yeah, I'm not know, I'm not maybe. anti. I just think I think as a whole we've brought most of our products into a very similar field and that's what I think I think we've lost with the horsepower lossage that we've had. That's just that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Um I mean that's that's just your opinion, bro. Uh I can count like 8 eight tracks we've we've made worse significantly <laughs> uh i mean i don't that's i think that's a completely different argument than what we're having today anyway yes. okay um yeah, for the record for the record since i said that i don't think we made michigan worse than it was most recently i don't think that's the case yeah it's no, significantly I... better than it was when we were running 550 yeah i and in my opinion, it produces better racing and more compelling racing and more. It's it 
It's definitely closer. It's a very, it very much is, it is a hybrid of, I mean, it's, and this is true for a lot of tracks. It is a hybrid of the 550 package and the package we had before. And in my opinion, it's a good balance. It could be better, obviously, with more horsepower, but I think Michigan is, I think Michigan almost is a, is better than Kansas and Charlotte. Um, maybe not Charlotte. Charlotte's really good. Um, but I think it puts on the best show and I think it, I think it is the least. What am I trying to say here? That great question. Yeah. I don't I I had a train of thought and I I totally I'm glad you it. backed out of the Charlotte thing because I was gonna fight you to the yeah, death on that no. one. I just <laughs> yeah. Um it's it's hard show it's hard because this year at being at the race is totally different than watching it on TV. And I think um besides the point. Um I don't know. Point is I thought it was a good race. I was Good race. I thought I liked what I saw. Um, <laughs> God damn what. <laughs> um, Brian Pulley. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like what I saw. I could, like, point being, I I could do without the, the restart deal. But, you know, I think, like I said, I think it's a perfect balance of, you know, speed and you know, drivers having to drive it. Here's the thing, though. So how many restarts did we have? Eight? Or something like that, yeah. Okay. When when what you say is, I liked it, I could deal without the restarts, that's a huge chunk of the race. I thought, no, I thought the last, the, la- the whole last run of the race was well okay i okay i'll put it like this what i mean by the restarts is the 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 having the kind of fifth sixth on back if you went to the bottom it was almost a death sentence if you didn't clear the guy that was the part that was least desirable for me I enjoyed the upfront racing where, you know, you saw basically you saw basically what we saw at the end of the race with Chris Bush or Martin Truex, but it was four or five guys. And it was like that for, you know, 20, 30 laps and the best cars, you know, kind of were able to pull away. Were you salivating? Um, was I salivating? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, we just have five guys up there and I was just salivating at it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I thought that was, I, like I said, I thought that was the, I thought that fucking a, I can't get my shit together today. Um, I'm just so, just so fucking excited about Michigan, man. Um, can tell. Yeah. No, I mean, I just, I thought that was the best part is when they did get spread out, when they did spread out a little bit at the front and were able to get away from the 
rest of the pack, I thought that was the best part. Okay. okay. I agree. But I'm not treading new water anymore, essentially. So yeah. I don't I don't I've gotten to the point now where I've made my grievances known to the point of I'm not gonna keep reiterating them every race. Yes, you are. You do it every week. I literally barely done it today. Playoff bubble. They what Ty Gibbs moved into the playoffs? Uh Bubba's fifty eight up. How many races? I ain't counting any I ain't counting three. I ain't counting any chickens till they hatch. Nope. We got two road courses and a super speedway. I ain't I ain't counting no chickens till they hatch. Ty Gibbs is in sixteenth spot, up three. Michael McDowell, minus three. Daniel Suarez, minus five. Uh Almondinger, minus twenty-four. Alex Bowman, minus forty-four. And then I don't know who's after that. It doesn't really matter. All right, I'm going to say something that's going to that's going to make you go right back to whatever you were just saying a minute ago. Uh, I really hope we don't have any new winners because I'm having fun with the points fuck battle. This whole thing up, yeah. I'm having a lot of fun with this points battle. Yeah, I don't want to see any more of it unless it's someone like Bubba who's already ahead. Yeah, or Brad or someone who's already ahead. Yeah. I don't want anyone below the cut line to win because this is fun and it would just fuck this all up. I think so. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely agree with that. Like, I mean, I think that, um, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, yeah, it, it, I almost don't want anybody to win, even if it's any of the guys that are, you know, right there in the point battle for sheer entertainment purposes. Um, because, I mean, it is, it is, I think, something that got overlooked a lot with this Chase Elliott deal. And can he point his way in? Can he not? He was dead in the water four weeks ago. Like, he was not going to make it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, people were, were, overhyping the fact oh he's only got to get this many points a race like we said before he's got to pass four guys three guys five guys whatever and it just wasn't gonna happen because it's a whole hell of a lot easier to lose a bunch of points than it is to gain a couple a bunch of points and people were losing were just couldn't get that through their head and finally chuck had a damn tire just you know, grenade and turn one and put it into that argument. Thank God I don't have to wear that damn shirt at Darlington. Holy shit. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a hell of a battle. Alex Bowman has to win now. I mean, straight up what could have been, I mean, I, they didn't do a good job of keeping uh track position and then they got wrecked. So, kind of the story of Alex Bowman's year. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fucking on the next three weeks. We don't have a new winner. It's, oh, dude, we're in for a dog fight. Now I'm partly waiting on three new winners just because NASCAR. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I hope, I hope we just see this points battle through because it's fun. Yeah. I mean, like, 
that's the thing. I, Bubba is, like I said, Bubba's not out of the out of the weeds. I'm by any means. Like I mean, we saw now Suarez did gain thirty points today. We've seen guys lose 20, 30 points in a race easy, and we're going to two of Bubba's not greatest tracks, and then we're also you know going to Daytona where anything can happen. And yeah, I think honestly, we can't really, I don't, I don't know about you. I can't say who I think is going to make the playoffs or not, because we're not going to know until Daytona, honestly, the way this is fluctuating every week. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's pointless. Um, but yeah, no, there's lots of points. No, there's lots of points going around. Yes. But yeah. Um, Ultimately, I was thinking about this earlier. Ultimately, this doesn't fucking matter because none of these guys are winning the championship. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole uh, problem with this thing. Yeah. Um, now, and But the reason we talk about it is like there's a lot. There's a lot on the line, not, not just the playoffs, but I mean. That come with making the playoffs like, yeah, you might finish. You might be the four eliminated three. How many are eliminated? Four. Um, four. Jesus Christ, buddy. Um, how long have we been doing this? Uh, it's so too long. Um, we talking about the podcast and playoffs. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's just there's too much money and exposure that comes with making the playoffs, and especially going into like something like this new TV deal and a lot of money moving around. That's what's really important for these guys that are trying to make the playoffs. It's not necessarily even a championship for them. Obviously, it does open up the opportunity for them to run for a championship, and crazier shit has happened. But that's really what's on the line for these guys is is that the the money and the exposure and what's – what it sets up for them in the years to come than actually the present year we're at. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, what do you, th- what's, uh, you look at McDowell, Suarez, Almendinger, oh, even Bubba, throw him in there too. What, what, what's the strategy for them? Don't wreck. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's fair, I guess. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, do you, well, I mean, you got to, I was thinking about this is you look like, do they go for stage points? Do they go for the win? Like, this is a dumb argument. We don't have stage cautions at road courses anymore. Yeah. But you still like, there's still the opportunity to flip. Like, you, it's not as hard. It's not as hard of a line as it was, but ever I just I keep hearing I when I was listening to the teardown the way they kept talking about it, just like dude, you realize we don't have stage cautions anymore. Yeah, right? but like, I think if the I mean, opportunity I guess it's not falls as hard, in your lap, but I mean, I, I guess it's not as hard, but it's still there. Still is two or three positions that could be gained or lost depending on. The tight, it's not completely like flipped, like you're going to be like 15th mired back. But I think there definitely is a couple spots 
that are in play, whether you want to go for stage points or go for the win still. And I think that could, that could be the difference if you pick the wrong strategy, you know, so this is going to be a boring answer, but it really just depends on where you're at. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, if you're running crappy all day and it happenstances where you have an opportunity to flip the front to win a stage or finish second or third. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do it because you're not going to, you know, have a great finish anyway. Um, And obviously if you're a top five contending car and staying out to win this stage is going to, you know, fuck you up, then you don't do that. So it's a boring answer and it's kind of a non-answer, but that's, it's all dependent on, on your situation. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're not going to have a good day and it looks like you're not going to have a good day and your best opportunity to make the most out of your day is go try and get some stage points and that's what you got to do. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's just funny that we are in this position that we're in where you have Bubble Wallace, who's, you know, a big chunk of points ahead of the cut line, but he's going into some tracks that he's sub, subpar at. And then you have the three, four guys behind him, three guys behind him, who are historically good at these tracks. And then we go to Daytona. Like, I mean, it just, it couldn't have, it couldn't set up any better <laughs> like, yeah. for, for that side of things. Um, yeah. I think Ty Gibbs is the guy at Indy. I think, I think he, yeah, I think Shane Van Gisbergen aside, I think Ty Gibbs is the guy. I think he's, I honestly, I think he's the guy at, at Watkins Glen too. I think Toyota is, I think they are the best road course car right now. I think Ty Gibbs is is the guy. Until I see this group, and I think I think he could be the guy. Period. Until I see differently, Chase Elliott's the guy at Watkins Glen. Until I I see differently, I've seen differently all this year. Not at Watkins Glen. Not at Watkins Glen. That's true. But I mean. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. That's um, what a lot of this that's what a lot of this discussion is right now. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> um literally anybody else is in Bubba's position and we're not talking about this like this. Like yeah. it's not a part of the discussion, but it's Bubba Wallace who is historically ass at road courses. It's not even that. It's more, well, I mean, it's partially that, but it's also like you just have seen just the the fluctuation of points the past however many weeks with these guys. It has gone from a couple points to 20, 30, 40 points, back down to a couple points, and it, it changes every week. And so, like, you know, today, like, you know, 58 points, before I really started thinking about it, I was like, oh, Bubba's safe. And I really, I was like, oh, no, he's not safe at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that is as close to being safe as you can in Bubba's position. Because, I mean, yeah. that's a race over the cut yeah. line, basically. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. again, 
Bubba's history at road courses would say well, that that's not safe at all. Yeah, and then and then honestly, like all four of those guys have been all pretty inconsistent in general, and that just I think that kind of puts it up in the air more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which ironically, ask. ironically, that is what is that is what has made the points battle as interesting as it has been is how inconsistent they've all been. But yeah, um, dumbass. I, I don't know. Christopher yeah. Bell. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah, I was trying to think of a dumbass other than Christopher Bell because... Dude, Tyler, 45 team, 23-11 pick yeah. for dumbass award. Like, it's it's making a comeback. Yeah, that, Run was, it back. that was embarrassing. Like Tyler said, you're waiting on gas anyway. Yeah. What pretty, are you doing? That was pretty smooth brain for sure. Yeah. Uh, sundress. Uh, I just went with RFK in general. Solid. Um, I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I mean, I can't really. I can't really think of anybody. Go with my man Daniel Suarez. Go, I'm gonna go with Daniel and actually I'm gonna go with Daniel and Ross Chastain. Nothing to do with Michigan at all. Um, I was at a thing on Tuesday in Charlotte um, at the Legends Car Suburban Shootout, and they had both Daniel and Ross were there. Sat there and talked to them both for ten minutes. Obviously, no Daniel. All right, um, but talked to Ross. He's actually a he's actually not an alien for once. Um, so that was that was interesting. Um, and it was just it was kind of cool just to talk to them about, you know, anything and everything. Ross is a bush light guy over a bush guy. Pretty sure he's contractually obligated to say that. Um, I don't know what the inner workings there are at, at uh Anheuser Bush, but yeah. Um we'll go with that. Had a fun time. Picks. Uh, I'm so I lost. Yeah, we already did that. Kostesky. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you lost with Rick Jones. Or I Joey Rick Logano has done Logano. nothing for me. Ever. Ever. <laughs> Why did I pick him? I don't know. Busher I... was right there. Yeah. Oh, you have Busher too? Oh, wait. No, no, no. I've used Busher. Okay. No, I was yeah, about to say, I, damn. I think I have used Busher. Yeah, I got. I'm glad. I'm glad I saved my Busher pick. But I think I. No, nah, well, I might still have a Brad pick left, which would make that bad. Because didn't he finish? Oh no, where did he end up? Fourth. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's embarrassing. I should yeah. have had that. Shout out to Eric Jones, man. My boy, dude. I I have faith in him. I had faith in him. Man's got married this week and won me won me some points in the picks. Man's having a week. I'm going to go start punching some freaking drywall. <laughs> yeah. Um, Indianapolis I, next week. Yeah. I mean, nothing we haven't talked about already, really. Um, playoff guys, they got to beat. I think they're, they're getting hyped up a lot. I think they're going to have to beat like Hamlin, Truex, 
Bell, Reddick, all the Toyota guys pretty much is I think they're gonna be quick, obviously SCG. Okay, cool. Yeah, no. That's I don't, I don't got anything else. All right, cool. Um that's that's been the show. Uh Q and A uh coming up. Um uh, so can't submit any questions because that's already happened but do that next week and then subscribe definitely do that we'll be talking about i'm sure svg um yeah you know when you find when you find that man has done wonders exactly we're gonna milk this horse until it's dead um that's (laughs) can you milk a horse don't answer that I question. I don't think. Well, uh, yeah, you can. <laughs> don't answer that question. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll see you in the Q and A, and we'll uh, we'll see you uh, next week.